beat them if they number one then now we number one according to rankings but we don't want to take none of that we want a, a good game against a good team and we're still humble and we don't want to be ranked we want to be out in the top 25 because we still hungry and when we hungry we eat Fire and ice. pod. Still no crowd. Oh, damn. <laughs> I forgot the crowd again. Uh, the crowd all left uh, when they watched last week's football game. Ew! That was a joke about the embarrassing loss. Except, um, hello, Kitty. Yeah. What's up, man? How are you? Doing well. Yeah. Yeah, it was... Uh, um, oh, Will. Sorry. <laughs> um... Yeah, dude, it's been like thirty-three. This is our thirty-third episode. <laughs> I always forget that you want me to call your name out at the beginning. But welcome to the Fire and Ice Pack Pod. Yes, your son did his intro earlier, but um, I didn't hear the welcome to part. It was probably me, the producer's fault. Yeah, uh, we've had a lot of production issues tonight. Gosh, we uh, are one of our mics is the cord has just shit the bed for lack of the better word and. Kent went out on a journey to find a cord, and no one stocks that cord in the greater Perry Creek area. Yeah. In the tri-store area in Perry Creek Road. Oh. So, uh, I'm going old school on some headphones tonight. I've got a mic that is uh, protruding from my left side, and, and Kent's on the snowball, the blue snowball. Yeah, Holler so at, hopefully uh, it doesn't sound like shit tonight. Yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll see. It's... Last week sounded a, a little quiet, so uh, we, we determined to make that better and then ran into every dead end we could tonight. Yeah. We were supposed to record about an hour, uh, about two hours ago at this point, but uh, we're back. And we are. We are so happy to be back. This is the, like I said earlier, the 33rd episode of this podcast, the Fire and Ice Pack podcast, the least informative, but we believe. In Most about, entertaining? Yeah, I'd say about... I'd say about six to seven other people would agree that we're the most entertaining. So yeah. we'll take that moniker. That's my big word of the night. Um, we are a podcast, so we want support, and we want you to listen. And if you don't, that's fine, too. There's plenty of other NC State podcasts that are way more boring than us. But, you know, if you want to get a laugh or actually just be annoyed by me and agree with Kent every time, <laughs> uh, listen to this one. So uh, we do want you to uh, hit us up on our social media. And, and Kent, can you tell them about the social media? Yeah, we're on Twitter and Instagram at Fire and Ice Pack Pod. We're really not very active, but we try to at least engage during football games as best we can. Yeah, um, my engagement in the football games during the the, twi- the tweet account, as some would say, um, it sometimes goes non-existent because I cut the fucking game off. But... Yeah, or get vetoed on specific tweets. <laughs> also... <laughs> Send out, put tweets up that Ken immediately deletes because they're a little risk, they're a little risque. So, but I, I appreciate Kent moderating that content because uh, I'd probably be responsible for some hurt feelings sometimes. So, but uh, yeah, uh, hit us up, follow us if you if this is new to you. I'm, I'm very shocked as as usual. This is a pretty solid existing base that we have, but this is new to you. We we greatly appreciate you listening, honestly. And uh, if you could. Give us a follow. Throw us a subscribe on iTunes or Spotify, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Google Play, whatever podcast venue you get 
podcast in your ears. We greatly appreciate that. And even more, leave us a review. I mean, we, we want five stars, obviously, but if you really just hate me, uh, which is understandable, um, you know, just say, you know what, I'd, I'd listen to that podcast if Will wasn't on it. And I'd, I'd get it. It's, it's no problem. Gives me honest feedback that uh, we won't follow because I'm never leaving. I'm never leaving. Um, we got a little segment to start off the podcast. It's kind of an annual tradition, or if not weekly tradition. What we drinking? You don't have to drag everything out, Will. I thought people liked it. I don't know. What do you got there? That looks like you went fancy. <laughs> I really didn't. This is uh. Man, my effort level in this pod this this year, this season, has been steadily decreasing. This is uh, what I had in the fridge. It's a Corona, but it's a Chroma Premier. I think those are trash, actually. Some would say they have 90 calories and 2.6 grams of carbs. So, if your definition of trash is staying healthy, Kent, you yeah. are trash. Uh, that, that's a weak version of a Corona Light. Man, delicious! Good. Highly recommend them. It's uh, it's the new Michelob Ultra, but the same price and supporting Corona. So we're supporting Vin Diesel. That's a call forward to a little, a little later in the pot. Interesting. So I have uh from Raleigh Brewing Company, uh, not another, not another what? Uh, well, it's not another is the name of it, but it's a New England IPA. Ooh, it's got you, a really good pop on that. That popped hard. That it popped as hard as those pads this weekend are going to be popping, aren't? In that right in Heinz Field. Oh, that's really good. It's a juicy hazy IPA. Very good. So I, I picked this beer out because watching this football game on Saturday night, I was like, "Fuck, not another year of this shit." <laughs> Holy crap, man! I respect that. I don't have any kind of uh, kitsch names with this Corona Premier except they're. <laughs> their uh both of their lines were premier and their coaching was premier compared to what we offered on uh on on last saturday but we'll definitely get into that but i appreciate that uh, i have not had that um you know we mouth kissed before this started so i may get it i may get a quick sample of that but, it's really uh, tasty it's good one you know we, we can do that later but yeah so we're back and uh we cracked a beer and now is the time where we uh we're just going to jump straight into football. We're going to jump straight into football. We, we usually do the, the catch-up section, but this is uh, this needs to be touched upon about this. Uh, some would say it's spooky season now that we've hit October 1st. Oh, and that Saturday night game was very, very spooky. So, uh, Kent, Kent, get me into your thoughts of that game, and, and don't talk about how I cut it off about uh, <laughs> two quarters in. <laughs> yeah, Will did cut it off about halfway through the game, but I wish I'd have done the same. Uh, it was nice to watch Leary in the second half, though, so that was one thing you missed. Uh, that was just a train wreck, really, from start to finish. Um, gosh, I don't really know what else to say. I mean, they beat us in every facet of the game. Um, they, it was just, it was terrible. I mean, just the way that the offense came out in the first half was just. It was just awful. Defense didn't obviously didn't help them, but not at all. Um, now, last week we had a, a a great conversation regarding the success of 
Bailey and who'd we take with a gun to our head and all that fun stuff. And we did say Devin Leary. Now, did you feel any retribution this week because of what happened? Um, did you kind of indulge in that because him no, going man, in? I'd rather win. I don't give a shit who's the quarterback. I want to win the games. I don't care. So him going in and after throwing that pick six, and it wasn't a pick six because he ran his ass off and tackled the guy. <laughs> <laughs> Bailey Hockman with the best play, the, the touchdown saving tackle. I'm calling it a pick six. <laughs> They only got three out of it. They kicked the field goal, man. No, trust me. They they caught up the other points later on. Don't worry about that. Uh, after throwing that, and you could see it looked like someone had actually shot his entire family in front of him with his body language. So, DD sends him back out, which, which is fine. I, I'm not going to argue that. If you want to get... A little bit of positive bump, and let's see if he can rebound from that. If he's he's a you know if he's got the fortitude for that, that's fine. Went three and out, and then you know talked to Beck and said, "Hey, can we make the change or let's make the change?" Um, yeah, I saw somebody put on Twitter during the game. I think it was after that pick. That's like Bailey is basically telling uh, Doran and Beck, "It's okay to take me out." Yeah, I mean that's <laughs> like I'm point. good with it. Yeah, uh, whoever tweeted that, it's it's completely understandable. Yeah, that's pretty um, So, but overall, Leary's, what are, what are your Leary thoughts as, I mean, as he came in? I mean, we're skipping a little bit ahead. I mean, you don't want to talk about the first half at all and how trash the start was? Yeah. Since that's the only part you watched anyway? Yeah, I mean, so to be fair, I turned it back on uh, midway through the third quarter and watched a little Leary. But um, is the injury play back? Well, the injury plague is... I don't know if we're going to call it a plague. I think we're going to get – I mean, ha- not having Ingle or Wilson was big, obviously, last week. They're two of our best players on defense. Mm-hmm. And now, I mean, we still don't have Chris Ingram. I don't know. I haven't really heard much about what what's up with him yep, um, coming off the injury either. from last year. Yep. Uh, Treshawn Smith's now out for the season. Yep. you got the scary moment in the game with Khalid Martin where mm-hmm. he had to get mm-hmm. carted off the field for yep. an apparent hip injury. You got Ashford that was hurt. I mean, we're we're pretty we're gonna be pretty light at safety, uh, for sure, and and other spots of the secondary. Um, still, not even mentioning the fact that we don't have Val Martin on the defensive line for rotational purposes. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So I mean, that, the defense again is taking a hit. I don't know the. I mean, the way the offense, it, it didn't matter in this football game. Obviously, I understand that. Um, and and adding in, in adding even, you know. Engel, who is you know the honest the, the leader the captain of his defense I don't think that just the addition of him is, is going to change this score much not because he's not the one scoring points exactly so I mean we can I said the injury players back in, in the sense of like man it seems like it's hitting hard and it's hitting hard early just kind of like it's doing in the NFL with like McCaffrey gone and Saquon Barkley Saquon gone. Barkley gone yeah. and Tariq Nuts. Cohen gone so it's like uh, this pandemic is obviously a, a little different for everything now, including college football. But um, yeah, can you imagine? I, I put this in the note. Can you imagine this game, but with fans? I'm glad I don't have to. <laughs> What's the final score if the if death of the Blacksburg was fully loaded? I don't know. That it would be that much different. To be honest, I don't know. I uh, I think our offense would be a, a little more shook. I, I, I definitely would have turned it off a lot quicker. 
Yeah, I agree. Probably could turn it off maybe when I turned it off. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I watched it to the end of the game, so it was it was nothing. But, I mean, our offense, like as bad as our defense has played through two weeks, at least the offense bailed them out in week one. Yeah. Uh, week two against VT, the offense was just atrocious. It, you know, that's what really made me feel like we're living 2019 again because yeah. the offense goes out there, first five drives. Just look pathetic. Yeah. First five drives, two three and outs, uh, INT, mm-hmm. and then on the next two drives, um, and it might not get them all in order, but they had two first downs in them and then punted. Yeah. So their first twenty plays went for a total of thirty yards and were down seventeen to nothing. Yeah, I mean, not ideal. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I mean, you you got to have the offense at least you know sustain some drives to keep the defense off the field. Um, because they could not stop Virginia Tech's run game at no, all. Not at all. What? What's what? How many yards did they finish with? Over three hundred? Yeah, I think it was three hundred seven, if I'm remembering correctly, Very something nice. like that. Feels like our running game last week. Gosh, yeah. And then, I mean, our running game was okay, but was I mean, we had to kind of get away from it because you're down. Because you're down. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is this is all obvious shit. But um, you had said in when you and I were talking before the podcast is that you know good to see cj riley back yeah um, and he caught a touchdown pass absolutely but yeah. could we see more of the wide receivers in general yeah i mean that would be nice i think that i think that's also the difference in in hawkman and um and leary in that you know they i mean let's be honest hawkman wasn't gonna sling the ball around 30 or 40 times in a game uh, we, we don't expect that but, but you're gonna see that most likely with with leary back at helm where he's gonna probably you know, try to take some shots downfield, and I think you'll see the the wideouts getting involved a little bit more moving forward. If you know, we have to see who's going to be the starter this week for some reason. Oh God, but, we'll get into that. But uh, yeah, I, I think we, you and I in our, our group text, I, I was saying why why do we not use our wide receivers? I mean, we have Devin Carter and Emeka who I, I feel like aren't even on the field at all. Like, I, I understand the whole Bailey concept. Well, and, Thomas, too. I mean, they don't they don't throw the ball to Thomas either. Yeah, you're right. But it's just like those two studs that we have. And it's like, you know, Carter, we got, we've got we gotten him involved. I understand that. But it's like, I feel like he should be getting a eight to nine targets a game. Well, they've been – I don't know if it's like Beck's offense or what, but they like to spread it around to multiple receivers, which I respect. But – you do need to feed your your playmakers and your best. I mean, you got to get your best players out and get get them with a, a chance to make plays. So, wow, it, is that the most cliche thing yeah. I've ever heard on a podcast in my entire life? Yeah, that's an Adam Schefter take. You got to get your yeah. best players to make the best plays. Will you shut up, man? <laughs> oh yeah. Um, are you Joe Biden right now? Um. So I say all that like. We had we had the 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 worst start that we could Clown. imagine a twenty nineteen a twenty nineteen esque start, and then we make it seventeen to seven and and like there's a, a a small bit of hope there. There's a glimmer of hope for and, sure. And then the defense just lets them march down the field, score. It's twenty four to seven. All right, that's just fantastic. And then it turns out to be thirty one to seven, and we we did get Chris Dunn to kick a you know a monster field goal. Uh, Dunn's that dude, but I, I think the biggest thing that I was uh, chirping on in the group text is, and the, every everyone on Twitter or any type of social media is that the fact is like, oh, they're down 24 players or whatever it is, and they're down four coaches, and then 
that got in my head a little bit, and then the fact I think that, it got in my head a little bit too. And then when you see who's actually out, understood. I get all that, but then the fact that they rolled through that second string quarterback, then he hurt his hand or whatever, and then they're like, oh. I was like, yes. I got on my knees for two quick seconds and put my hands to the sky. I was like, all right, we got their third-string quarterback coming in. Oh, wait, he chopped us up too. Well, the second – I mean, to be fair, like the second-string quarterback is going to get snaps regardless if Hendon hooks no, in I, there I, or not. No, I understand that. That wasn't, That's not a clear-cut number one. It almost – did Did it not – did they not say on the thing, and maybe they were just – because it's – I mean, ACC Because the network, broadcast they, was trash. Yeah, and they don't know, like, who's who's who on, on the field or not. But I swear they said – both of the guys from uh, Virginia Tech that played this weekend uh, were Oregon transfers. Yeah, no, is that possible? Both, no, just, can they both be Oregon transfers? No, just one was. I swear they said both of them. I'm sure they did. Their the broadcast was absolute garbage. I don't know. There was like crazy. audio issues. It was starting to cut out. Like, why can they? Like, how is Virginia Tech putting so much money into their facilities and? It's not Virginia Tech's fault. No, I mean, Virginia, it's been no a, Virginia Tech controls the ACC network. You don't understand this. Okay. It's, they handle the production at their games. Uh, that's a joke. Um, but, uh, did you like the fact that we scored 24 against Virginia Tech again? Shut up. The, God, I, I wish you hadn't brought that one up. Thank you. Um, what yeah. was more excruciating? Watching them score 24 in basketball or 24 so he, Saturday night? Well, so here's the thing. I was at the 24-point game, so and I didn't. I didn't leave. We we stayed all four quarters. Yeah, that was so terrible. It was uh, it was that game. That was the that was the worst basketball. The scores, game the seen. overall finals were very similar as well. I think it was like two points all. Yeah, it was. Uh, they didn't go for a, a safety, so which is the and they didn't go. They were they were on the one at the end of the game from what I, I read. Can't remember. Yeah, they were. Yeah. They, oh yeah, and they took a knee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They took a knee. Um. So second half comes. Everybody is just out of their mind that Leary doesn't start the second half. I was a little. I was shocked, to be quite honest with you, that he didn't come out in the second half. But it is what it is. He came in. What did you think of his uh, gameplay? Uh, so, I know you don't think I've done this, but just like I did last year, I will go back and watch because, you know, shout-outs to YouTube TV records all the games for me. Um, he looked fucking sharp. Yeah, I mean, he did. He had, the, the incompletions that he had were more on him than the receiver, but and that's fine. I mean, he's a guy that... Um, you know, he had the coronavirus three times, and that's why he was out. And <laughs> Gosh, we're his, back to an idiot stuff. He's getting to his first taste of action. No, but he actually, in fact, never had the coronavirus, but, um, you know, was in some contact tracing. So that's why uh, Bailey has gotten this love, apparently, according to the couple websites that I can read without paying money for it. And um, I thought he looked sharp. I mean, he I, did thought, look good. I thought he was the guy that we call him we've called him the god you know the entire last season and he wasn't the god last season at all but you know he was our best option and as far as i can tell between the two gameplays that we've seen he's our best option i haven't seen ben finley play like sure he, he maybe he's done great in camp <laughs> but i haven't seen him on the field i, I thought larry looked pretty good in his uh mop-up duty um I don't know how much we can take away from the mop-up duty. I can't. No, no I agree with but, that. But uh, I thought he made some pretty strong throws. The the back shoulder throw to C.J. Riley in the end zone was a good throw. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, there was a throw he made down the middle, and I can't remember who he hit for like 20, 25 yards early on when he came in. That was a solid throw. I think the one thing that I'm a little nervous about going into to Pitt um, 
you know, he was in what a quarter and a half against mm-hmm. most likely a lot of VT. Uh, yeah, you know, B teamers, maybe. B teamers, mm-hmm. and he still got sacked three times. So you got to get rid of football. Got to do. Yeah, like, the pass one protection of, was pass protection was, was awful. Dog shit. Yeah, yeah. It was dog shit. and that's gonna be. I mean, that's that's a huge concern coming into to Saturday at noon for sure. But um, yeah, because the O line played so well against Wake Forest in the run blocking, but uh, against the defensive front of Virginia Tech, they really struggled. Um, and, and we'll get into uh, they that better fact get that. that um, you know. Uh, they better get Quick that. Spoiler too. alert is that Pence D line is a little scarier than what VT has to offer. Yep. Uh, they they have actual talent, and then they're these guys are have been playing for two, three, and some four years. Like yeah. They, they, they're if even if they weren't these four star recruit recruits, they got enough reps where they're disruptive and their stats. Show that, and we'll, and we'll definitely get into that. But any other final takes on that game, other than like um, the fact that I, I was in I was in Sugar Mountain for it. Have you been to Sugar Mountain? Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, um, I was in Sugar Mountain for it. So cutting off was like, you know what? Just let me get back to family time, kind of a deal. Of like I don't want to take over the night with me being with me yelling, you know, GDs at the TV in front of in front of family. So uh, cutting off was very was very beneficial for me. And uh, we moved on and put a puzzle together. So that that's the end of my story for that game. Well, that's cool, man. I I think that's that's just great. I'm I'm glad you had a, a good night out of it. Yeah. So we'll get into our next section. Before we get into pit, we got a couple things that we want to get into. Real tomato ketchup, Patty? Oh, nothing but the best. It's the ketchup. Yeah, we uh, moved it back this week to let y'all have what you wanted up front, and now you have to listen to us before we get to pit. Yeah. <laughs> Can we talk about um, a little thing that we haven't spoke upon? And this is not football related. Nobody cares about football. We suck. Just kidding. We're one and one. Uh, what about these way too early hoops rankings? Have us number seventh in the country. Can you believe that? And guys, that's not our men's team. Don't worry. <laughs> it's not our men's team. The women's team. And. I also want to call out another fact. And Kent, you're 36 years old like me. You put ESPN way too early hoops ranking number seven. But you did just T.O. Why did you not do T.O.O.? I don't know. I was typing on my cell phone. Mm-hmm. And so when you type on your cell phone, you just don't care about actual grammar? That you I usually don't. Grade? I don't. No. Oh, tight, tight. No. All right. But anyway, about, about our women's team. Uh, we did get ranked number seven. Um, yep, maybe a little low. I I was thinking it was a little low. Yeah, they did. ACC put, champions? Ever heard of them? Yeah, they do not have Ace Koenig anymore. And they I don't do get questions in this household why I still follow her on Instagram, <laughs> and it's because I'm I want to see how her professional career goes. No other, no other resources there. I just want to see how her, how she does. I think she's in. Italy right now, but you know, I won't check on that right this second. But yeah, that was man, cool. I cannot be more excited about the women's basketball season if it happens, if it happens in a bubble, if it happens in a limited schedule. I have no idea how basketball is going to happen, period, but uh, we shall see. But man, yeah, I mean, to get the number seven love, it feels like that squad of the men's team when we had CJ and all of them when we were preseason number four and went out in the first round of the tournament, tournament against Xavier. That year, uh, I believe it was Xavier. Could have been Villanova, but that was a terrible season. 
Absolutely off season. But so, I, I believe in Wes, and we've got recruits that are amazing. Yeah, legit. He's doing big things. So other hoops news, too, since we've... Uh, Speaking of men's hoops. Yeah, since we haven't really talked about anything since February in, in basketball world. Uh, DJ Funderburk. Back for his senior year. That's a big... I mean, I think he's crazy, to be quite honest with you. Um, and here's think, why. Here's why. Because of the pandemic? Yeah. yeah. Go get paid, man. You don't know what's going to happen. I understand. I go and make money in Europe. Whatever. Go get paid. Who knows what's really going to happen here? You might play five games and they shut us down because it's inside and yeah. I all mean, that kind of stuff. I so. appreciate him com- like committing to it. But, yeah, I mean, it's it's a thing where he's not going to get an NBA bid. I mean, so he, he's going to be. No, he's got. I think DJ, if he could get his three-point shot going, he could play a four in the NBA. He's not going to get his three-point shot. I don't think give, he shoots it enough. I yeah, think he's got I mean, a good shot. We don't, we don't give him that shot enough, but. Man, I feel like a a real podcaster with this mic. Like, you see this boom like down my face. Uh, but yeah, also uh, lost a young man, um, AJ Taylor. Yeah, Atticus Taylor's out. Mm-hmm. He's going to transfer. We, uh, I mean, he's probably not getting a lot of minutes this year. He probably would have played no. a little bit last year, given yeah. the depth issues that we had at times. But. Um, I mean, I get it. We're stacked with with some of the recruits class, recruiting class that we had come in, even though we lost. Yeah. So Josh the biggest Hall. the biggest news from the off season is that uh, you know losing Josh Hall. The Josh Hall commitment was one that was uh, I think Kent and I we had plenty of text threads celebrating that. Um, I think he even he sent me a video of himself popping a champagne bottle to it. I was like, dude, yeah, that's, I was that's... blowing it up in there. And it's like coming everywhere. <laughs> My wife got so mad at me. Cause what, it was such a, I mean, it was like, you know, spewing. He was so okay. And like, she got so pissed cause I had to clean it up and it uh, was so sticky and smelly for weeks, man. It was yeah, right so, before we sold our house too. Yeah. So yeah. having that, uh, that Josh Hall, that's, you know, second straight top 50 guy that is, uh, that's just left this past two years. So, you know, we're we're definely what's we're that, landing them. What's like, yeah? What's that? Uh, it's like the Peter Parker uh, gift that we're like he's in Spider Man where he's just getting rained on. That, that's us about those two guys. But uh, yeah, Jalen LeCue or Jalen. I, I think that's I, right. I think it's LeCue. And then uh, now Josh Hall, both just you know big big fishes that you just put in the boat. And you're like hell yeah, this is gonna be our trophy fish in this tournament and then this the fish just like grows legs and jumps off the boat back in the water and that's like and you can't get it anymore so can you um, just pause the, the thing for just a second wait for real pause oh hang on what you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things i have ever heard at no point in your rambling incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Okay, a simple wrong would have done just fine, but... Uh... Yeah, that's how I felt listening to that. <laughs> that little rant about a fish growing <laughs> growing legs. Everyone what agrees is... with me. You don't even understand. I'm going to get so many good Twitter replies on that. Um. Yeah. So, other than that, you know, losing though, losing Josh, but you know, we still have Cam Hayes. Cam Hayes, I'm a giant fan of. He's not that scoring threat that 
Josh Hall offers, but he is a, a solid to add to Devin Daniels in the backcourt. So I'm I'm weirdly optimistic about this basketball season, and you know I I hope to hear your thoughts on that as well. I mean, the one thing that we're I think the biggest question mark is going to be what we're going to do at point guard. Is Cam Hayes going to be the guy? Is it going to be by committee? I mean, Markel Johnson's a huge, huge piece that we're going to have to, to fix. I, I, I'm looking forward to kind of watching how the, the preseason and the, uh, the fall camps and, and things as they get ready for the basketball season shake out. Awesome. So <laughs> the others, that's tight. You're on your phone. It's, the transition doesn't work quite as well. Uh, I did forget my number one new hobby uh, in the pandemic we were talking about last week. Uh, my new favorite hobby is, is is very similar to you. I just I, I just don't shower anymore. All right, that's what's up, man. It's awesome. It really is great. I went from uh the, so I, I want to know your world record. We haven't talked about this beforehand, so don't tell me yet. But the best one that I've had was I had last week. So last week I took a shower on Monday morning. To wake up Monday morning, I had a, I had like two video conference calls that I had to be on. Are you good? I had two video conference calls I had to be on. So Monday morning, and I didn't take another shower until Thursday night at like nine o'clock. That's pretty strong. Mine are usually more weekend related. So like, okay. <laughs> I usually go like a Thursday to Sunday or Thursday to mor- Monday morning kind of. Day. Ooh, yeah. but it's still like three nights, right? Yeah, and then. I don't. I don't use deodorant during that time frame either. Oh, see, okay. <laughs> see, I cannot get on your level. Like, I, I will put deodorant on so on a daily basis. I've had to start using deodorant deodorant again since the pandemic because you can't find uh, rubbing alcohol anymore. So if I ever got smelly, I would just put some rubbing alcohol in my armpits and I would take care of it. And then I wouldn't have to do anything else for like three or four days because once your body gets used to it, you just don't have to do it anymore. Very, uh, you probably told me this last year, but why does rubbing alcohol double as deodorant for three or four? Well, I mean, it's like it's antibacterial, it kills the bacteria just like it does on your hands. That's why you can't buy it anywhere (laughs) because it's all sold out for like medical reasons and stuff. Okay, yeah, this is really good. Are you still brushing your teeth? I do that, yeah. I do that. I appreciate that. The uh, last couple of things we want to talk about because uh, actually, you know, we got some time, whatever. Uh, stretch our legs out. Um, yeah, but anyway, my main thing is like, man, showering is just trash. It is. Yeah, I've had to start showering again too since I started running again though. Yeah, I mean, no, I mean, we'll go on, you know, walks and stuff like that where I'm going to sweat my ass off, but now that it's kind of a little cooler, not so much. But, but yeah, man, just soaking those sheets with that nice... Uh, Sweaty ball sweat, absolutely. I, I just want to let you know that I, that you and I are brothers in that now. Like, I showers are for showers are for the birds. Yeah. Um, you and I have been talking about beforehand. Uh, you said you've been catching up with uh, some TV shows. Give me your number one reco. That's short for recommendation as far as what you caught up on a TV show that you want the audience to listen to. I always go Bosch. If you haven't watched Bosch, watch Bosch. I still haven't gotten into it. Amazon Prime. Gotta have Prime. Yeah. If you don't have Prime, you're trash though. Yeah. Uh, I mean that that's one of the top ones. There's like six or seven seasons to it too. So you're it's got a lot of the guys from Walt, the Wire in it, and it's good. I um, I'm gonna throw mine in. It's gonna be Utopia. So it's Prime. It's a Prime exclusive. Uh, one season has John Cusack and Dwight Schrute in it. It's about a uh, Ooh, the Office is a good one to catch up on too. If you haven't seen that, yeah. It, 
What is that? <laughs> yeah, it's really good. Is that with like uh, Steve Steve Carol? Cartel? Yeah, Cartel. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, tight. Um, but no, YouTube Utopia. It's uh, only one season. It just came out. It's uh, kind of about a this comic book that is very very high. Ooh, that's a land shark. Fins fins to the left, fins to the right. Yep. It's a Jimmy Buffett song. I know. Uh, Utopia is about this comic book that is so rare and um, sought. Is that? Do you seek something? I don't know. I have to watch it. it. I haven't seen it before. But it's uh, people are. It's hyper violent and uh, people are killing each other over just getting this comic book. But in any event, the last thing I want to touch on is: Have you heard the Vin Diesel song yet? Is it a song about Vin Diesel or by Vin Diesel? Well, I just so happen to have this. This is brand new and fresh. Vin Diesel has a song. It's called Feel Like I Do. We're gonna play I'm just gonna play a little bit for you. And I just wanna tell you, and he released this in June, it would have been the song of the summer. For him to put it out in late September, not great timing, but I'll just play the chorus. Here we go. Oh dear. Will's over here like raising the roof or something. So I I had no idea that Vin Diesel was a EDM pop star. Yeah. Did you see the album cover? I did. (laughs) He looks like he's on one. Um, Yeah. So when I click on view album, it is just that one song. But man, that song goes. Yes. Yeah, it goes. All right. Yep. <laughs> You're going to listen to that on the way home. And if you don't, I'm going to be very disappointed. But yeah, Vin Diesel, the song of the fall. I know we, we, we usually don't have songs in the fall. You usually have on just the song of the summer. But um, but yeah, that song kind of brings me into uh, Do You Feel Like We Do? is uh, Or Do You Feel Like I Do? And uh, do you feel like I do about this upcoming game against the Pittsburgh Panthers? I don't feel good about it. Well, that's how I feel. So you feel like I do. So we come in as a 14-point dog this week. Okay. I don't disagree with that. The only thing, well. I'd say more 10, but, you know. Yeah. So I guess one thing I wanted to call back to since we haven't done this in a while, and I'm going to surprise you on it, is I got Pitt alumni. Ooh, uh, I, did we play Pitt last year? Or? I don't think we played Pitt in a while. I don't think well, it's we, been like the, since this 2017. This is our third season of the podcast, and I don't feel like we've played Pitt the entire time, but I definitely am wrong. Not could be wrong, but I, I am wrong. But, yeah, who went to the University of Pittsburgh besides Larry Fitzgerald? Please well, I'm not going to do any of the – Don't do uh, sports. Not, not going to do any sports, but I did not know that Ditka went there, by, by the way. Oh, yeah. Uh, the most famous person that I'm going to come up that. with – I pretend I knew that. Is, um, so there's Fred Rogers. Oh, Mr. Rogers? Mr. Rogers. Have you seen the Tom Hanks documentary? I have not. I mean, not documentary, but movie. It's amazing. We saw it in the theaters. Anyway, go ahead. Beth Ostrowski. Who is that? Howard Stern's wife. Oh, yeah, yeah, the blonde. Yeah. Okay, they're mm-hmm. still married? I don't know. Tight. I don't know if they are or not. That's a good question. Um, and, yeah, that's pretty much it. 
That's it. <laughs> I mean, Wikipedia is that long of a list, and that's uh, all you have. That's pretty much the only no people. politicians, no well, I mean, celebrities. I mean, you've got those. Were it's your a big actors. school. I mean, it's a. I think it's a private school, though, right? I mean, you got Larry Fitzgerald, Tony Dorsett. Dorsett, but I mean, if you want to go another, uh, one of the best movie stars of all time is on there, or you know, from one of the best movies. McConaughey. Of all time. Just kidding. Uh, Dan Marino. Laces out. Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations, Will. Yeah, he he was a really good actor in that. I prefer in, in Nature one. Calls when he comes literally out of the uh, belly of, what is it, a rhino? <laughs> <laughs> it's not out of the belly. It's coming out of his ass. Okay, I was trying to keep it PG rated. We don't curse on this podcast. Oh, yes, dude. it comes out of its asshole. Uh, Pat Croce, Kirky, Mike, Mark Cuban also. He did not graduate, though. He, wait, he went to undergrad at Pitt? Yeah, but he did not graduate. Yeah, so they've got I a couple like you're people. Missing some people. Art Rooney. Gene Kelly? I have no idea who that is. Oh, so now you're just, you don't believe me, so you're going to go in there and scroll as well. <laughs> yes, I did see Mark Cuban, though. Uh, yeah, I got nobody else as well. Yeah, That's, I mean, they're all kind of like, meh. They're kind of blah. Um,. Don't forget about Lashawn McCoy. Yeah, I mean they have a good, they have a they couple have good, good backs. Yeah, because yeah. I mean they won a couple. Nasty. And Mister Mister Interception Nathan Peterman, he's good for four interceptions a game. Yeah, they had some good athletes uh, in their alumni section, but that's pretty much it. And then their forms were basically a wash too. Yeah, were... <laughs> I, I saw you say that. It's like they're like I'm surprised, even though they're you know a, a powerhouse football program <laughs> that they even have. Uh, forums for their football team well i mean they're 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 scarce i mean i look like their 247 forum hadn't been uh had any <laughs> posts in like three years i'm like geez man Tight. um <clears throat> but they did have some stuff on their panther layer they had about five or six active posts um but they're real they're really hyped about the opportunity to go four and oh for the first time in 20 years which is god that's terrible I kind of laughed out loud at how funny it was. Yeah, I mean, you put LOL in the note, so <laughs> I guess you really did laugh out loud, kid. That was a good one. The, the um, only thing that was really about us is who, they were a little uh, interested in who's going to be our starting quarterback, which I'm a little interested in that as well. Yeah, so we had the uh, Donald Doran. Donald Doran, huh? Press conference. No, we had the DD press conference, and um, he said, and I'm guessing this is – some quasi quasi strategic thing it's like eh, just wait and see who the starter is and because he wants to just confuse the coaching staff of Pittsburgh which is um, highly intelligent because <laughs> both quarterbacks just offer so much different of a look but well yeah, they do honestly they I, I know they it's do. it's but more, if, if it's anybody more doesn't... thing it's like this is this is some this is some Want to be Nick Saban? Want to be Dabo? Shit, where he's like, "Oh yeah, you just have to wait and see." Like, "Oh, which one of our studs are you gonna get?" Like, uh, "Are you gonna get either?" That's gonna be a stud, but I don't know. That that just shit kind of just pisses me off. Like, you know, you I, know, I understand. Like, don't let them have to film on a certain guy. But look, these they've already got it. So they got it. You know, like, Pitts both preparing. Are film. Like, Pitts preparing for Leary. There's no doubt about that. Because they don't really have to prepare as much for Hawkman. He can't do as much. 
You got to prepare for Leary. I I would be absolutely shocked if Leary doesn't start. I'm a I've been a Dave Dorn apologist on this podcast for the three seasons that we've done it this far. And, yep, three seasons. Uh, I am about off of that. <laughs> Your brother is notably off of that. I am about off of the being. <laughs> is he running through the bloodline right now? Dave Dorn apology tour. I am. Uh, I mean. I'm a little annoyed with it all, to be quite honest with you. Yeah. Um, let me How ask about you. this, man? Let, no, no, no. I just while we're getting on Dave Doran, I was just curious about their Pitts coach, Pat Naduzzi or whatever the hell his it's name is. Narduzzi. He's in his sixth season at Pitt. Uh-huh. Have you done your research? Yeah, I did research Ooh. on this. Uh, he's in his sixth season at Pitt. Dave's in, what, his eighth or ninth season? I think ninth. Well, it could be very wrong. Uh, he's either an eight or nine. I can't remember either. But Pat Narduzzi's won more ACC games than Dave Dorn and a Coastal Division title. Mm-hmm. He did have Larry Fitzgerald. Just kidding. So. He didn't. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, he had, no, Sha- he, he he had, had the Sean McCoy and Larry Fitzgerald no, for all he, eight years. Six had, years. I think he may have had James Conner. He had. But. He had. He had James Conner. Respect. But um. But yeah, no. That's a that's a good point. Um. That's that's solid research. I uh, am looking up. This is very good, very very good radio slash podcast. Um, he was hired in the 2013 season. So, Who Dorn? Uh huh. Head coach since 2012. So I'm getting different. got 22 ACC wins. Is that correct? Yeah, you got to think he's making three and a quarter million dollars a year as well. Um, he did play tight end at Drake. <laughs> Guys, this is our new coach, Dave Dorn. Uh, <laughs> he, he was the uh, he's overall seventy one and forty seven. And as far as his NC State career, he all right. Let me do this because this is kind of what you were gonna get into anyway. His head coaching record. Here's NC State. Well, let's just go through it. Three and nine, eight and five, seven and six, seven and six, nine and four, nine and four, four and eight, one and one. So, oh, and of course, in Northern Illinois, 11 and three, 12 and one. But as far as against top 25 teams, we have, and I'm looking through. Looking through. I think we have two wins against top 25 teams. Three wins, something like that. And I think it's two. Louisville and who else? It doesn't really matter. We've been pretty unsuccessful. I will say to – oh, gosh, I'm being a Dave Doran apologist again. You're back to it. I was about to. I was going to say that being in the Atlantic Coast Conference, we haven't had a whole lot of opportunities outside of Clemson in recent years. In Florida State. Well, Florida State's been trash for like the last two or three. Yeah, it's only two or three. I we're guess they did have James Winston while yeah. he was here too. They had they had some good yeah. they had some good. Passes. They won a national title and went to a. Yep, they did win know, that that natty. Yeah, but, that is true. Um, but I mean, I don't really expect Dave Dorn to go out and beat Clemson and the teams that are competing for national championships. Here's the thing: we've done this for three years. We've always gotten to this bottom line. His ceiling is what he's already reached. It's it's nine wins. I'd like to get back to it. I'd love to too. But I'd be a, is that what you want your ceiling at North Carolina State to be? Holding a podcast, the number sixteenth ranked podcast. Um, I think I'm okay with nine wins. Okay. I'd rather have nine wins than this shit. Yeah, I agree. 
Um, their defense is scary. Their defense is really scary. <laughs> Especially, like, their their defensive line is going to be an absolute problem. Yeah. We're, we're um... They, in their two ACC games, they've sacked each of those, those quarterbacks seven times. Yeah. I mean, over under seven for us. Um, I would say the way that we looked, if we come out and play pass protection and hold on to the football, and, and I would say we were going to have, we'd be over. Agreed. Uh, yeah. And it's also our second of three games on the road. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, Heinz Field. That's right. Um, Heinz Field, I, no, no fans, I don't yeah, think, I other think than it field. may be parents. That, that's totally hypothetical. Yeah. I, I, they were talking about that on the forum, actually, but I still don't think they have fans yet. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I don't think it's going to be um, – I don't think – I think their defense is going to be a problem. Um, they're really good. They knocked Malik Cunningham out of the game last week. So I, saw, maybe, I, I, I did see that. Maybe I, that's why they're thinking Hawkman should be the starter. Um, I'm just kidding. He's a little bit more mobile, though, maybe, is, is the thought process. I don't know. Um, but also it could be that, you know, uh, Leary is much better as the backup than the starter. Yeah, you pointed that out. It's like, we'll see, no. uh, maybe this is the game we just kind of hold Leary back and go and take the L. You said you were fine with taking losses, which is weird. But well, I, I, I mean, I, I don't think that um, – so their defense is tough, but their offense is trash. And – uh, well, trash is probably a little strong. They're not. Their offense is not scary if it wasn't for um, our defense. Um, so they put up twenty-one versus Syracuse, twenty-three versus Louisville. I mean, that's not really nothing that intimidating, right? But the way our defense two teams is played, that are, look bad. I mean, yeah. Syracuse especially, but Louisville maybe an off game. Offense will be for them, but you know. Yeah, I just I, I can't imagine that. Um, I still am a little nervous about our defense stopping them. They don't seem to run the ball that well, which is, seems to be what we've had issues with um, in the first two games. I mean, even against Wake, we, we let them gash us on the outside, um, but we ultimately held them to like three or four yards per carry, which is all right. But I last quick, week was terrible. I got to tell you, the absolute key of the game is we're getting a young man back. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, Paulin Watson. That is very loud in your ears. I already know, but yeah, we got we got two key members of this defense coming back. Uh, first of all, Mister German Suplex Peyton Wilson, and then uh, Tanner Engel. In my opinion, and probably everyone on the staff's opinion, the captain of the defense. So. Um, what did you think about them two coming back, helping out this D that was put in the pasture and literally shot last week? Oh, man. I think that they're going to be facing an offense that they're going to have a little bit more success with. I'm still not trusting them at all, though. Okay. Yeah. I think that that their uh, pitched pits, um, offensive scheme is going to set up well for our defense if we can actually, you know, do what we're supposed to do, you know, handle our assignments, get off blockers, you know, cover the gaps, set the edge. I think we'll be fine, but it's going to have to be like, 
I'm just I, I I'm not buying on the defense right now. Yeah, I mean I'm not either. I was just, I'm just trying to give us some give some Brock Lesnar hype. I uh no, I appreciate it. I appreciate yeah, your Paul I, Heyman uh, too. Yeah, I I worry. I I worry about a noon kick. I worry about the fact that the those two players integrating them back into the defense, and I, and I worry about the fact that the. As far as their DBs, they seem to play kind of a one-on-one scheme. And I, and I worry about the fact of can whatever quarterback we have get our receivers in the place that they need to be to fight off these one-on-one schemes? Well, it's it, more as – I mean, if if our if our offensive line can provide some pass protection, I'm pretty confident that if, when, when the when, when the corners are in well, those one-on-one schemes, well, they can Lear, get up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, when Larry's in, but I mean I, that's been the one thing that that Pitt's actually done this year is given up like in both the Syracuse and the Louisville game they give up big scores. Yeah, I was looking because at they're, they're going because they're going Gonzo one on one. I yeah. was looking at the box score for Louisville. Um, their their running back rushed uh, thirteen times for seventy eight yards, and one of those was a seventy five yard touchdown run. Yeah, nice. Twelve <laughs> yards for three. His other twelve carries, where he got three yards in, and I was like, "Man, that's not looking good for us." Um, but they did, they did give up the big play, and 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 maybe that's maybe that's the key to, to trying to beat Pitt. Is I mean, they're they're gonna have a good tough defense, and if we can kind of string together some big plays like we did against Wake, then maybe we have a shot to to hang in there. And um, you know, fourteen point favorite. Who you got this week? Yeah, I I uh. I worry about them stacking the box and creating so much pressure and I'll take Pitt. You're gonna take Pitt minus fourteen? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I will. I don't think they can score that many points even against our defense. I think they can. I'm gonna say that I would take the NC State getting points. Uh huh. And something like a twenty seven seventeen type game. Pitt winning twenty seven seventeen. Okay. Well, no. I uh think that's a trash take, but you know, we're at least predicting a loss <laughs> simultaneously. God so. I hope I'm wrong. <laughs> but uh yeah, everybody, no, I pick us to beat Clemson every year and now I'm gonna pick us to lose to Pitt. Yeah, no, I know. Uh, everybody tune in at noon uh, to the probably the ACC network, which will provide you the most garbage coverage of any football that you can ever imagine. So we've got noon again in um, uh, the Virginia game, I believe, as well. They yep. just announced. Yep, yep, we're noon against which the, is uh, Cavaliers fitting. as well. That's where we deserve to be. Yeah, that's where no, we deserve <laughs> we deserve noon kicks. These two eight o'clock kicks is like uh, what are what I did are enjoy them quite a bit, thinking? but. I lo- no, I love them on a Saturday night because yeah. it's easy to cut them the hell off. It's a noon game. I'm like, well, I've got literally nothing else going on, so I'm just going to watch the entire thing and be miserable. So, um, I hope I'm wrong, though. I hope no, that, um, I, I hope I, I'm wrong. I, I actually wrong. think that we have – I mean, I think we set up nicely scheme-wise if we can put some pass protection out there and, and keep Dor- uh, Leary or Hawkman on upright. I think we have a chance, you know? Yeah, we just got to keep LaShawn McCoy off the field. That's yeah. the main thing. I think that'll be pretty easy. Okay, uh, we're gonna end this night with uh, one of my favorite segments. Uh, Kent doesn't like doing it, but I, I love gonna, it. It's great. Oh, you love it now? Yeah. Um, it's a little thing called 
Six pack. Oh yeah. Uh huh. Oh yeah. Snap into a Panther. Okay. It's a Pittsburgh Panther thing. Um, this is a six pack. So the six pack always ends this podcast, guys. You already know this, and it's um we kind of get random. <laughs> so cool, and we kind of pick a topic that's related to the game. And this week, you'll never guess what we're doing. A six pack of your best or worst things from the state. Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. But Will said Pittsburgh earlier. He's like, maybe we should do something about the best things in the state of Pittsburgh. It's yeah. Like, um, Will, I, you know that's not a state, but I mean, I do now, but it's cool. <laughs> Pittsburgh is not a state in the... I thought also Philadelphia is not a state, which is the second thing I said. So, um, anyway. Am let's I going, go! Am I going first or you? Pitch, you can go first. Uh, favorite thing... Out of pit, uh, out of Pennsylvania, Pits, the state of Pittsburgh. Yeah, is um, Scranton, Pennsylvania. Oh, Scranton! What's in Scranton? Is that's, that where a TV show's based? That's The Office. Yeah. Oh, dude, I've got it's it. The greatest, greatest. I've got to check TV that out. Yeah. Is it like? Is it streaming anywhere? It's on Netflix for now, but I think Peacock's gonna steal it at some point. P what? Peacock. P what? It's the NBC thing. Stop acting like a juvenile, like, 14-year-old. <laughs> right. uh, the Office. I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah. So, Scranton, Pennsylvania is where the show is based on. That's right. Mm-hmm. Tight. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite thing from the state of Pennsylvania is a motherfucking pierogi. Okay. I don't How know what that your is boy. exactly. You don't know what pierogi is? No. Nah. So, it's like a fried uh, it's like fried dough with different fillings in it. You get it with, like, spinach and cheese. You can get beef. You get chicken. It looks huh. like a half, almost like a. It's like a ravioli, but it looks like a uh, half moon. It's a half moon ravioli, that can be deep fried or steamed or boiled. Sounds good. Sounds like a dumpling. Yeah, it's a dumpling, but Pit, Phil, <laughs> Pennsylvania. <laughs> There's too many p words. You got the penguins, the pirates, the f- flyers. Sounds like a p word. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Pittsburgh, Philadelphia, <laughs> and <laughs> all the cities there. All the even the Panthers. There. Even the pa- the Pittsburgh Panthers. Yeah. Um, yeah, pierogies. That's my only good one from the state. I'm trashing the rest of that state. Well, I'm going – I, I was going to go all good stuff. So my other good thing is um, one of the main ingredients to s'mores comes from Pennsylvania. Marshmallows? Uh, the Hershey's chocolate bar. Ooh. All right, so – very quick story. My seventh grade road trip for the Clarkton School of Discovery, we went to Hershey, PA. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you didn't have those trips at Bladen Middle because you didn't. You didn't we did. Have, we went. No, to, you didn't. You didn't even have a bus. You didn't have a charter yeah, yeah, yeah. bus. We, we had a charter bus that took us all the way to well, Hershey. We had a trip PA. every every year. With, Where'd you go, Durham? We actually went to Atlanta. <laughs> You went to Atlanta? Yeah, and Washington, D.C., and I think we went to Washington, D.C. twice, actually. We did D.C. Sixth and eighth grade in Atlanta, We did D.C. sixth, Hershey seventh, eighth. I think we went to uh, Dubai. It was lit. Oh, yeah, I bet so. <laughs> All right, what's your, what you got next? My, uh, my trash product of Pennsylvania, because 
Um, it is the worst, I would argue, and most people would argue it's the worst candy that exists, is these are actually produced in Pennsylvania. Peeps. I had no idea. Yeah. Peeps. Peeps aren't good for Ye- nothing, actually. Yellow, pink, whatever color you want to make your peeps, they are 100% trash, and I will never support them. Can you ever tell me a time that you've known anyone that liked a peep? Um, I don't think that there's ever been a person that I know. <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong. If you like peeps, hit us up on Twitter at FireIcePackPod, and we're going to unfollow you. I don't know about that. That's kind of... Just kidding. We'll actually support you and give you love. Uh, Kenny, what is your second? My second? No, this is my third, bro. Oh, no, you're finalizing your stuff. Yeah, what's your third? <sighs> I'm going to say that... Ben Roethlisberger? No. Oh, he's an Ohio kid anyway. Um, gosh, I've got three that I'm trying to pick from right now. We'll just throw them all out there. This is... This is <sighs> we're freestyling. All right, I'll just go with this one. Hometown of, of this young lady. I didn't know it was going to have such a long instrumental to start us off. Wait, she's a, she's a Pennsylvania chick? Yeah. Taylor Swift. She's the greatest thing that's ever come out of Pennsylvania. Um, I would say that would be the... I would go with style for my song if I were to choose that. <laughs> the style goes harder than any other song. I like to go back to Country Taylor. Um, her 1989 is uh, probably one of the best albums of all time. That's a very cold take, but... Oh, wait. You don't know what's on 1989? I was about to go look at it on my Spotify app. Yeah, I... Uh, I think you need to go look at it because it beats everything she's put up. Blank space. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Style. Shake it off. I mean, shake it off. I, I don't. I don't need that. But. All right. Who you got last? So I was gonna say, Good and Plenty's because they're also from Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Oh, you can play style. It's fine. <laughs> um, but you just inspired me to tell you an artist better than Taylor Swift from the state of Pennsylvania. Please be the other person that I was trying to debate on. I hope it's this. Uh, I just got to find the right song. Uh, let me do... Please all right. be. Alright, let me just let me, let me do a quick throwback. And this is the best artist from Pennsylvania. And it's coming right now. It's not where I would have gone there. That's not who even I was on on number two yet. Also, not the Boys to Men song I would have picked. Well, I wanted some upbeat. I, I mean, right. I could do End of the Road or One Sweet Day or On Bended Knee, but I needed something that was kind of. Well, how about this guy? I was going to say The Roots. Okay. Not the song that I would pick for him. I would have gone Summertime. But, you know, I know you're a big Jiggy guy, so I get it. 
Oh man, that was a good uh, that was a good six pack, Will. I'm glad we were able to to throw in some trademark music. Yeah, I mean, we won't get sued for that because no one listens to this freaking podcast. But that's uh, that's fine. I don't we think don't, you can get sued if you don't make any money off of it. Yeah, we will never make money off of this. But <laughs> we cannot thank you enough. We have hit the hour mark. This was our target. We cannot thank you enough for tuning in. I hope you were entertained, and you definitely were not informed. So uh, if you want to get informed, there's a lot of other podcasts out there that will... T- Ooh, or is that style? <laughs> Kent, thank you for, so much for coming to the... Uh, is this... What are we calling this? The, the off, Hooch. The Hooch. Thanks for coming to the Hooch. We've got a lot of screens in this room right now. And uh, I will see you next week because... Even though you tried to back out of it this week. I did not. You were the one that tried to back out, bro. I will see you next week for a full recap and preview of our next game. This is Will and Kent signing off. And Kent has an outro song for us. Stay hungry, y'all. You know what? With the um, stay hungry, y'all, just made me think about Julius Hodge at the beginning of our podcast and how he's like, we don't want to be ranked. I'm ready to be fucking ranked. I'm ready to be ranked. It's God, not going to it. happen this year, but I'm ready to be ranked as well. Sorry. Kenny, hit that outro, baby. I can't promise I'm not going to sing along. No drums in it? Oh my God. Will's over here bobbing. <laughs> Bars. All right, y'all. Good night. We will talk to you next week. We are out. Wait, now I got to get a course. Taylor, don't come for me. Did not know she was a Pennsylvania girl. Mm-mm, here goes. Go pack, y'all. Good night. Thank you for listening, especially you, Kelly and Holly. Good night. One.